If passenger trains were running more often through our area, on schedule, would you ride? How about high-speed rail between Toledo and Columbus? I'm London Mitchell, staying in contact. This past weekend, the celebration of National Train Day was held at the Toledo Amtrak station with an emphasis on advocating for increased passenger rail. Full disclosure here, I was the master of ceremonies for a forum on the topic and took my portable microphone along. One of the speakers was Richard Rudolph, chair of the Rail Users Network, who says passenger rail service speaks to the wishes of a younger generation. Uh, young people, for the most part, really are not locked into owning cars. More and more people, people my age, you know, back when they were 16, wanted a car. That was something that you did. Uh, more and more, that's no longer uh, the case. Uh, if they could get around on public transportation, they would utilize it if it was there. The other problem is older people, people my age, people older, or even a little bit younger, <clears throat> do they want to be driving on an interstate uh, like I-95 going from uh, Maine down to uh, Boston? I don't think so. Um, so if there is passenger rail, they would utilize it. A sentiment echoed by Stu Nicholson, who is the executive director of All Aboard Ohio, promoting passenger rail service. It opens opportunities. It opens up options for people. Um, young or old, middle, you know, middle age, what have you. Um, you know, the, the, you know it's, and it's funny, I, I mean, I often hear, you know, legislators especially say, you know, well, you know, how can you get people out of their cars and people are married to their to their automobiles well my response now is that, well if it was if they're married to their automobiles it was shotgun marriage um, it, it wasn't done by it you know in many cases it wasn't done by choice it was done because that's the way our transportation systems have developed um, I mean if you if you as as railroad passenger service declined in the 1950s and into the 60s uh, investment in the interstate highways went in exactly the opposite direction um, and and so you know, you know I mean I, I I don't totally buy the America's America's love affair with the car because I think anymore you know when you're you know when you're paying four dollars and 25 cents a gallon at the gas pump um, you know I'm sorry but I've never found a gas pump to be attractive uh, and, <laughs> Uh, you know, and but you know, it's it's become an expense. It's become a burden. Um, the care and feeding of an automobile, at least according to the census, is uh, second only to the cost of housing. When I mean, you think about that, people spend more to maintain, you know, a car and perhaps two or three cars if it's you know if it's a multiple car household. You'll spend more on that on an annual basis than you do on food, um, you know. And you know, and to me, that's that's completely out of whack, you know. And, you know, and 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 it isn't as if there isn't something that we can do about it. And I think, I think, you know, putting more people on rail, whether it's intercity passenger rail or if it's um, local commuter rail, you know, light rail systems, things like that. 
um, you know, these are all things that open up options. I mean, I, I mean, I spent enough time around Toledo in the, in the couple of years that I lived here um, to recognize there are rail corridors around here that are under underutilized. That you know, where I mean, why isn't there a commuter train between Bowling Green and Toledo? Um, why you know, I mean, why you know, why why isn't there why isn't there you know light rail you know light rail lines occupying what used to be, you know, railroad corridors that aren't used anymore? I mean, and and uh, uh, you know, these are all options. The more the more you put people on rail, the more you take them out of their cars, uh, you know, or at least give them that option to get to and from whatever they need to get to. Um, you know, this this is a form of transportation that that connects you with your job, education, you know, and and or even just something as basic as, hey, I want to go to Cleveland and go to a ball game. Uh, you know, it gets me back and forth there, or you know, hopefully someday Toledo Toledo coming down to Columbus to see the Buckeyes play. Um, you know, or up to Ann Arbor to see the we play. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the it, 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 it rail uniquely, I think, opens up options because you know people like to ride a train because it's on a fixed guideway. It's on it's on rails. We know you have some certainty that it's going to you can get on it here and get off it up there. Um, you know, un unlike anything that uses a street grid, and no, no criticism of of, of of riding on buses, but uh, I worked for two years for a transit authority in, in Columbus, and and you could always tell the new riders because as soon as that bus took a left turn off the main off the what was the main route, uh, you know they'd be looking around in panic, like, okay, is this am I on the right bus? I mean, I I literally had seen passengers walk up to the bus driver and say, am I on the right one? Oh yeah, don't worry, you know, we just we just make a turn here and then we go up this street and, you know, I mean, it, it, it with a train you don't have that. With a light rail system you don't have that. You know, you, you have a fixed guideway and you know it goes from point A to point B and maybe C, D, E, and F as well. Um, so, you know, that that is something that, that provides that connectivity. It tends to draw in people that are brand new to Public transit, um, you know, people that would never that would never get on a bus, you know, they will ride they will ride a light rail train. Consequently, people that that would never get on a Greyhound bus, you know, just kind of like, oh man, I don't want to be sitting in a bus station. Give them the option of a train, they're there, you know, um, and and I think I think that's something that is very unique to to rail I think I think it is a reason that we have to invest in it because the other side the other side of this is is that the more the more you improve the service um, the more frequency of trains through a facility like Toledo Union Station um, suddenly the area around it and Rick talked about that this this morning suddenly all of the available land and usable buildings around this station become a development magnet you know you, you you will get developers who will look at that decrepit old hotel over there and they won't see the boarded up windows they'll see a brick building that's still standing after how many years and they'll go well you know what you know it might take a little work but I could really turn this into a nice a nice place you know I mean 
maybe redo it as a hotel you know or do it as you know uh, you know for housing you know with retail on the on the bottom or you know and then you know hey there's a nice piece there's a nice piece of land nearby that would be that would be good for a high-rise development if, and and if you if you want to see where that works go down to Florida and look at what Brightline is doing along their corridor uh, in, in southern Florida they aren't just running trains they've actually they are actually a real estate company that runs trains and they 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 have they have bought up real you know real estate around the station stops they're developing it um, you you've got really nice you know mixed-use developments around the around those station stops it's drawing people in and all because there's a train station there and train stations bring people in and bring people out so maybe if we make it you know if we if we're there they're gonna they're gonna walk into our business or or consider our hotel as a place to stay because hey it's convenient to the train um, but it's important to have that level of service you know uh, you know instead of having two trains a day coming through at zero dark 30 hours um, you know, you know, you you start you start adding in even even a half dozen trains a day into Toledo Union Station. The kind of frequency that enables enables you to you know, hope you know, yeah, it's uh, five minutes to twelve, and I got to leave, but the trains that the next train leaves at twelve forty-five. Great, you know, I, you know, I can hop the train and. Go to Chicago, go to Cleveland, go down to Columbus. You know, I mean, those are the possibilities that it opens up. But you got to have, you know, it's not enough to just have a fast train. You've got to have frequent enough service so that people can do same-day travel, so they can get back and forth easily. Uh, that so they've got options in case. Oh, geez, I missed I missed the eight o'clock train. Well, the eight fifteen train is right behind it. You know, so you know that's that's what we're working for. Um, and that's why that's why it's important to really press the people, you know, the people in government, you know, uh, you know, especially at the state. Also speaking at the National Train Day celebration in Toledo last weekend was Rick Harnish of the High Speed Rail Alliance. I asked him what we average citizens can do to promote the expansion of passenger rail service. We should be going down to Columbus frequently. And, and telling your representatives in Columbus that, that this is what you want. We intend to make our website a little bit more user-friendly, but it is highspeedrail.us. Um, it shouldn't be this hard, but if you go to highspeedrail.us and you hit the menu, get involved, and then down here, send a message to your state capital. It's actually contact the state capital. And um, there's the woman who's wishing the train was coming sooner. And you can put your name and address in, and that will give you the, um, your contact information for your folks down in, in Columbus. Um, and then you can change that email to say, this is where I want to take the train and why and how often. Um, and please make it happen and then send that email. Um, so that's a quick, easy way to do that. That website address again is highspeedrail. US. And there is some breaking news this week on the passenger rail issue. For the first time since 
Amtrak proposed a major expansion of passenger rail service in Ohio, and that was more than a year ago. Governor DeWine is showing some interest. He's asking for a study to determine the feasibility and cost. Episodes of Staying in Contact with London Mitchell are heard first on Towpath Radio, but all installments can be heard as a podcast on Google, Audible, Stitcher, and Podbean. Just look for Staying in Contact with London Mitchell. Please join us again at the same time next week. Have a pleasant weekend.